Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people could go to when they need inspiration, motivation, or just tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to bring you information on a variety of topics ranging from nutrition, holistic health, coaching, yoga, meditation, and just overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best yoga teachers, life coaches, health and wellness experts, along with some of my closest friends. We will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and careers and how they continue to work to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, it's Rosie. So how did I get here? What am I doing? What is this? (laughs) What is radically loved? I get so many people like that really love this, this whole concept or idea. And um, it's interesting to kind of get, you know, my friends and, and students take on, on this. And so basically, I started radically loved because I have this this belief, or as a friend of mine told me, this ethos of of how I live my life and how I would love to see the people around me live their lives. We're all born with limitless potential and we all have a place in this world. And it's part of our journey to always be radically curious, radically inspired, and be radically loved and radically love everyone else. And so I wanted to just create a place to talk about all of those different things. Uh, Mostly it's just me getting (laughs) the honor and privilege of talking to some of my closest friends and some of the world's biggest yoga teachers and holistic health coaches and life coaches and meditation teachers and just some of the world's best amazing people that are, in my opinion, doing the work of radically loving everyone all the time. (laughs) So a little bit about how I got here. I am a yoga teacher. I'm a health and wellness coach. I am a yoga teacher trainer. And I am completely in love with my career and the people that I work with and my students and what I do for a living. So I feel really honored and, and blessed to be able to, to do what I love and wake up every day and do what I love. And so it was a long process. <laughs> it wasn't like I was one of those people, like I have friends that have known what they wanted to do the minute that they it came out of their mother's womb <laughs> that I grew up and with and they just knew uh what what their life was going to look like and my story is not like that at all <laughs> at all i i grew up in uh east la early 90s where there was a lot of gang violence and uh my family struggled to to make ends meet and so we were left to our own devices as a teenager i was not the healthiest child I was diagnosed with celiac disease when I was uh, 16 years old. And at the time, you know, being gluten-free or having celiac disease, it's an autoimmune disease. A lot of uh, people didn't really know what it was. And so I was kind of left to my own devices with taking care of, uh, actually, I was left to my own devices to do nothing about it, but eat really bad food. And, you know, when you grow up with 
trauma at a young age, you don't really know how to process uh, emotions at all. Well, at least I didn't. I didn't know how to process any kind of emotion. So I was emotionally constipated for a really long time and I placated my emotions with food and sugar and way too much television. And, uh, and I was also young and at this point in high school in a really unhealthy relationship and I just didn't really have any self-worth, really. I, I didn't really know who I was. And I didn't really know what I was doing with my life. And so there was a point in my life where I decided that things needed to change. And I wanted to be healthy. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> I... I was done with feeling depressed and not having any energy and just feeling low all the time. And so I decided that I would be healthy. And I started to research all of the the these different ways of trying to achieve that. I sought out the advice of nutritionists and health experts and I've I read tons and tons of books. And I read about anxiety and the causes of anxiety and, and about depression and PTSD and eating disorders and all of these different tools that I, I just gathered. I just really committed to finding as much information as I possibly could because I just wanted to know. At, at the age of 22, I think I decided that I wanted to run a marathon and uh, why I decided to run, I, I still have no idea. I don't know why running. I hated running as I, I grew up. I was not a fan of sweating at all. My legs would move when I would run, and I, I didn't like the movement of my skin. <laughs> it, was, it was very bizarre. Why I decided to do it, I don't know. But I did it for a good cause. Uh, at the time, a, a friend of mine had run the marathon to raise money for the AIDS Project Los Angeles. And I was curious and I had uh, close friends and, and family members that had uh, HIV. And so it was something that was very close to me. And, and so I wanted to be able to to raise money for this amazing cause and it was a way to be held accountable and so I was able to raise money and you know have this experience I wanted to just be able to begin and end something you know after when I in hindsight right looking back at why I did what I did and how it led me to be where I am today it was just a means I wanted to start something that I could finish and I did and I did it four times after that. But during that time is when I found yoga. One of my coaches had suggested I practice yoga as a way to cross train for the marathon to recover after we, we would have these long runs. And I went a couple of times and it was cool. I liked it. Uh, it felt very foreign to me. But after a while, like... I really began to listen to what was happening and I I really started to listen to my internal dialogue 
And I think that that's when I started to get a little bit more curious to what was going on. I was so used to feeling disembodied, you know, growing up with with trauma and stress and always being outside of my body and not wanting to be where I was. Uh, And so this was the first actual instance where I felt embodied, where I felt like I was in my body and I was watching my thoughts. And that was it. I didn't figure anything out. There was no aha moment. There was nothing. It was just that moment where I realized, wow, like I'm in my body and this is different and this is strange (laughs) and it's foreign to me. And then I was so curious about why being in my body was so foreign. And so hence began my years of work and practicing. And it's been an incredible journey. And I have yoga to thank for the biggest transformations in my life. And it got me through a lot of really difficult times in my career and in my life. I have been able to use this practice to connect to relationships, to myself, to create a more grounded, a more genuine, uh, more liberated version of myself. And so that was me. It was a natural progression to become a yoga teacher for me. Uh, I think after practicing for a handful of years, I, I felt that this was something, this connection, this connection between mind, body, and spirit is what I wanted to, to bring to everyone, you know, or at least the people who were looking for that type of connection. Because I know for me, this wasn't, this was not the first thing I went to, you know, I went to substances and food and relationships and that's that's where I went it wasn't my my number one go-to so I felt that because I had a connection to the other side that this would be a really great way for me to to bring in you know the research and the science behind this practice uh, to the world and so here we are I've had a handful of past lives and different careers that have not been fulfilling and I've done things that have worked and have done things that have not worked. But at the end of the day, I know that overall my purpose is to bring light and bring love to the world and just be who I am and hope that that inspires a sense of curiosity or inspiration in other people. And so this is my purpose. This is why I'm here. And I'm hoping that you will join me on this path as we both or all continue to discover what, what lies ahead. And so we'll do it together. Here we go. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Radically Loved Radio. For more information, you can go to radicallyloved.com. You can follow me on all the social media outlets, Instagram at Rosie Acosta, Twitter at Rosie Acosta, Love Radically on Facebook, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other things that I'm not mentioning, but I'm sure you will find them if you're looking for them. Thanks for listening.
Thank you.